Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be interviewing Matthew Dolman, a nationally recognized advocate for injury victims and a relentless litigator. Matthew, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Our pleasure. Special shout out to financial advisor, Bob Lehman, who introduced us. We greatly appreciate the introduction. Um, Matt, let's go back in time a little bit. What inspired you to become an attorney in the first place? I wish I had more of an altruistic story. I mean, I don't have a whole long altruistic story. I mean, my father was in a pretty bad car accident when I was younger, and I can sit here and tell you that was my motivation and pretend to be John Morgan on one of his commercials where he talks about his disabled brother, and that's what motivated him to be the guy that he is. And I don't know if I buy that. And um, not necessarily the truth either. I always wanted to be the champion for the little guy though. And um, I feel like the insurance companies are, it's like David versus Goliath. They have unlimited resources. 99% of lawyers do not litigate their cases, let alone take case to trial. So you could be the world's worst trial lawyer, not saying that I am, but you still be better than 99% of your peers who never have been in the courtroom or bothered to litigate the cases. And most law firms are nothing more than settlement mills. They simply just churn burn through volume of cases and, uh, they got to settle a certain amount of cases every month to pay for their advertising. That makes a lot of sense. And then how did you, I know you talked about wanting to fight for the little guy. There's obviously many different ways to do that. Mm -hmm. How did you land on personal injury as a specialization? Um, it was in law school. You know, I was interested in law and um, it was during my second year and uh, I was a course called torts and it's, it's basically civil wrongs and the remedies for such. When I realized that, the individuals out there, the insurance companies will always be solvent, first off. So is that, and this is where it takes you away from the altruistic. From a financial motive, there's somebody to always go after, and the insurance companies will always be in business and they'll always be able to pay out their claims. So at least most of them, the Allstates, the State Farms, the Geico's, they're not going anywhere. And they're going to continue to screw over the little guy. And I remember watching, it was an Anderson Cooper special. I want to say it was Anderson Cooper. It could be Wolf Blitzer. They both have white hair. Who knows? <laughs> there was a special about Allstate. Um, delaying, denying, and defending pretty much all of their claims in three Ds and how they treat minor impact soft tissue claims like a joke. And these individuals have lifelong 
you know, life altering injuries. Many of them are soft tissue in nature, but it really destroys their quality of life. And they're just stroking checks for $1,500 and lawyers are selling these cases. And I'm like, that's just, that's unfair. If you uh, are willing to fight the fight and at least you know, insurance companies hate spending money, I will set the proposition that it's going to be a lot more expensive to fight me rather than just pay the flame out. And we've had a lot of success. Oh, that is awesome. So what do you think are some of the biggest mistakes people make when it comes to, you know, personal injury and handling it? Um, and well, before even getting to handling it, it's just uh, jumping in and hiring an attorney based off like a television commercial radio spot. The guy you're seeing on the television commercial, who's telling you he's got the biggest law firm in the world and this, that, and the other, it's unlikely you're going to get him to represent you on your case. The good chance is he might not even represent anyone on cases. He might just be a figurehead for the law firm. That's a lot of these guys out there. But worse yet is that they have so much volume every single month, they got to settle a good amount of that in order to keep that TV commercial on there. Where, the, you know, I wouldn't call myself a little guy. We have a boutique firm. We have nine lawyers. Um, and for a personal injury firm, it's actually pretty big. But we're not the behemoth like a Morgan and Morgan is or, you know, in New York, people are, each, you know, you're in Buffalo. Salino and Barnes is the firm that has, you know, I think it was a 666-6666, if that's a number. And they're at any point are handling 10,000 cases. You know, you can get an attorney like myself on their cell phone. You can, uh, I respond to emails. I actually litigate cases. Insurance carriers know who we are. You, all that, all those jingles and all that jazz doesn't really add up to much when you want to get your case resolved. Insurance companies are not spending extra money to pay out a claim because a certain lawyer appears on a TV commercial. You are absolutely right. What, you are a member of the Million Dollar Advocates Forum and the Million Dollar Advocated Forum. What are those? It's actually the Million Dollar Advocates Forum and the Multi-Million Dollar Advocates Forum. That's for- All right, uh, thank you for the correction. Oh, no worries. It's for settlements or verdicts in excess of 1 million and 2 million respectively. So yeah, I joined that when I was uh, 30, less than 30 years old, 29 when that happened in 2006. So onward and upward since then. Um, but you asked, I'm going back a second, what's the biggest mistake someone can make in the personal injury case? Well, it's not getting medical care. Um, a lot of claimants will wonder, you know, why is my settlement so low? Why is this such a poor offer in my case? And it's because you didn't show up to a doctor. You didn't have consistent medical treatment. It's one thing to have a subjective complaint. It's another thing to have objective medical documentation. The only way to do that is to show up to a doctor appointment, have your clinical presentation, the issues you present with, and then to have a diagnostic impression through an MRI or an x-ray that corroborates those findings. And there you go. You have a case we can start building. Absent that, it's just your complaint and the insurance company doesn't put a whole lot of weight on that because at the end of the day, it's, insurance is risk management. And they're just worried about what is the risk that they have to manage if this case goes into litigation, if you don't have any evidence to put up that you're actually injured. And it's minimal. It's none. That makes a lot of sense. You have also been, um, you've also been in the, selected as a 2020 Florida legal elite, along mm -hmm. with numerous other accolades. How are you achieving such recognition? I mean, you're a relatively young guy. Um, you know, some of these awards are misleading. Some of these awards you can actually buy and pay for. And that's going to be very honest. It's one of the secrets in the legal industry. Some of the awards like Legal Elite and Super Lawyer are a little bit more real. Um, so we have a combination of both of those because once you get an award, everybody wants to send you an award. Who doesn't want an award? Um, which is another industry to get into. It's almost recession proof. But what we're talking about today, how to get these awards and how to get recognition, just litigating cases doing a good job for my clients. Um, the majority of our business comes from word of mouth from very satisfied former and current clients. And it gets around insurance defense lawyers know that we are at least an honest ethical law firm. Um, we're above board. We deal with them. They're, they're adversaries, but we try to work with them to get the case resolved until it becomes you know, unfeasible or they're just unreasonable. And then we just, we have to go to war, but 
uh, defense lawyers will tell you we treat them the same way we want to be treated ourselves. That makes a lot of sense. You've also been named the top 100 trial lawyers by national trial lawyers, and you've been in the 40 under 40 as, as well and have a perfect score on avo.com. Mm -hmm. how, how are you achieving such amazing results? I know you talked about not settling, but how do you do that on, and maintain that excellence on a daily basis? Again, if you're willing to uh, actually be a real lawyer, and uh, litigate your cases where insurance companies are giving unreasonable offers. And if insurance companies did the right thing on a normal basis, I wouldn't have my job. So most lawyers, I know most PI lawyers are on the golf course at two o'clock in the afternoon. They're showing up 11 o'clock in the morning. They're just sending their case to another lawyer to go litigate the case if it even needs to be litigated. They're leaving money on the table. They'll have billboard to say, you know, Johnny, whatever, settled this case for X amount of dollars, but you don't know how much money was actually left on the table, which is why there's advertising misleading. It's just going in and doing a good job every single day, working my butt off and not leaving money on the table. Eventually it gets around and you build a reputation off of that. You build a reputation off every last case. So if you start selling cases for pennies on a dollar, it gets out to the insurance carriers. That and they all, they all talk to each other. I did not know that. That makes, uh, that makes a lot of sense. What are you finding is the biggest challenge in getting the word out? Because obviously you've got some differentiating factors. How do you communicate that to the marketplace? And that's tough. So reputation always precedes reality. And that's why a lot of times the, the puffery and the jazz and having those catchy jingles and TV commercials gets out there and that's how you build your name. Um, what I've tried to do is just good work over the years and word of mouth. And that's how I try to spread it to the community. Now, it's tough to scale a business off of that. And we've had to obviously do some advertising as well, but we're not predominantly a television law firm. We have a few billboards. We send out a lot of mailing to other lawyers to refer us their biggest cases. Um, and a lot of physicians in the area know we do a good job and they refer us work. But for the most part, it's not mass media. It's mostly through our work. How do you differentiate yourself then? I mean, I know you talked about your results, but for example, if you're competing against those giant law firms with the multi-million dollar media buys, how do you stand out from the crowd? Yeah, I try to constantly put forth the message and I do it, you know, through our website and um, wherever I possibly can that, you're going to get me, you're going to get, uh, or if you get another attorney at the firm, the managing partner gives you their cell phone number. That's me. You're also gonna get the cell phone number of the handling lawyer at the firm. So we stress quality over quantity. You know, we're focused on providing excellent client service. We want to be the Ritz Carlton of law firms. Are we? No, but it's something we aspire to. And I think our client service is as good as it gets in the personal injury field. Uh, most of these firms, you're never going to talk to a lawyer. You're going to be dealing with a legal assistant. You're never going to meet that lawyer. Personal That's the top complaint that we get. We, we get hired after a client terminates a relationship with one of those television law firms. They will tell us they never met the lawyer. Personal injury as a business can be interesting to manage because you don't necessarily, if it's all, most of the work is on contingency, you don't know when you're getting paid. No. How do you manage that as a business owner and entrepreneur? Keep enough cash on hand. First of all, obviously don't be greedy. Um, and if you fund your lifestyle too aggressively or live beyond your means, you don't have enough cash on hand to weather the storm. So a lot of guys live like rock stars. Um, they'll have big settlements, and but in between those gigs, they have nothing coming in. You never want to make a decision on when, to, when and where to settle a case based on your own personal financial circumstances. So if you keep enough cash on hand that you can weather the storm and pay your bills, you can be, you know, you can be patient in litigation, which especially now with COVID, we're used to have six to eight trials going at any one point simultaneously here in Clearwater Courthouse in Tampa would be like nine of them going at once. There's one going in each courthouse.
So it's a glut of cases that are not being tried. And literally that's, you have to keep that money around for a rainy day. We have a credit line as well. And we try to use as little as possible, but that's what it's there for. It's to fund litigation. And then you have achieved so much success. What's your biggest challenge now? Um, to continue to grow the law firm, you know, we are continuing to evolve. What worries me going forward as a firm is that uh, cars are being made safer. You're seeing the rise of autonomous vehicles um, and you have more lawyers coming out of law school than ever who don't have, um, we're not being hired. There's not as a big a demand for lawyers, especially some of these bigger law firms. And with hiring freezes, you got more guys who are just hanging up their shingle who are not qualified to handle bigger cases, but consumers are misled often and they're deceived. And so if less cases to go after and more people competing for the less cases, we got to continue to evolve. So we're doing a lot more uh, plaintiff-oriented uh, other areas of law, including mass torts, defective products. Um, and in a niche area that we handle is uh, sexual abuse cases against um, the archdiocese and medical facilities, summer camps, et cetera. That makes a lot of sense. Your passion's obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? I enjoy coming to work every day. Um, I enjoy helping my clients out. You know, is every client fantastic? No, but the vast majority of them are in it for the right reason and they're good people. Yeah, mostly good, hardworking people. A lot of blue collar folks who are just getting taken advantage of by the insurance company. And what I love most about my job is the insurance industry is just full of scumbags. Sorry to use that word. And I'm sure they don't like me very much either, but we're not ambulance chasers. We're not a, a volume shop on you know television, radio. We're doing real work and um, helping people out. And I think I'm at least making a difference in their lives. You give advice every day. What's the best advice you've ever gotten? You know, I don't always follow my the advice, which I think is the best advice is uh, if you're growing your business, only you only want to scale up and, and really add more people when you're stretched thin at the walls. You know, it's a luxury to have more employees. And it's great. And it looks like you have this big firm, but the more people you hire, the less money you make at the end of the year, unless there's a real need to have them. Um, so, I mean, that's part of the sage advice I've been given by some of my mentors is, you know, hire slowly, fire fast. You know, you've heard that term before, and there's even a book written about that. You want to be very careful who you hire. And the hiring process is so very important because when you have to replace an individual, there's a, there's a setback. And there's no metric for that. But you have a setback sometimes to six months before that individual is caught up to speed in that position. Yeah, quick legal disclaimer. You are in the state of Florida. So anything we're talking about is relevant to the state of Florida. For those of you folks watching or listening who aren't in Florida, seek legal counsel that is licensed yes. in your state. I've been, very, I've been very careful not to give any specific advice to, even in Florida, this is not legal advice. I'm just more talking about marketing and what has worked for us. Yes, I'm trying not to ask you any specific legal of course, questions. Kind of across the board, just be careful. And there's some good guys that advertise intelligent too and radio. I don't want to make one snapshot generalization. I think that consumers would be wise to research a lawyer or a law firm and just learn more about that attorney through uh, former current clients reviews and been keep, be careful of that. A lot of individuals buy reviews. You just gotta really do a full research on that individual, meet that individual, ask them what their, what's their experience. Have you tried a case before a jury? How many? How many cases have you handled that are similar to my type of case? That makes a lot of sense. For our folks watching and listening who might be in Florida, where is the best place for them to go to learn more about you? Sure. It's uh, www.dlikeanddavidolmanlaw.com. Awesome. What else do you want to share that I didn't think to ask you yet? These ears are real. They're natural. Um, I'm 5'8". I like long walks on the beach. Uh, whatever you want to um, hear for whatever you want. Uh, there's not much else. I'm pretty much an open book. I'm happily married. Um, 
Follow I, I know you've got a pension for giving back. Can you talk a little bit about your charity and pro bono work? Um, charity work. I mean, we've been very uh, generous with our time. Um, I mean, during Thanksgiving, we give out turkeys to the homeless and, and the poor here in Clearwater and the Tampa Bay area. We've uh, assisted with the American Cancer Society, um, Cancer and Lymphomic Society, uh, March of Dimes. Um, so we've been pretty generous over the years in contributing to those organizations. We've also uh, contributed to PETA, um, which goes both ways because they're kind of a crazy organization in some, some forms. But what they're doing, the overarching emphasis in their goal is pretty, is admirable. Um, but we don't have to get into some of the left-wing extreme things that they've sponsored over the years. But uh, we've tried to give back as best as we can. Awesome. Well, we greatly appreciate your time. This has been Seth Green with Matthew Dolman. Matt, thanks so much for joining us. Seth, thanks so much for having me. Awesome. Special thank you to Bob Lehman, financial advisor, for introducing us. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. We will talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>